this time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Friday the 13th, Part 2. Two times the fear, two times the carnage, two times the terror. Deluxe Edition DVD. I'm back, Chris, isn't that good? Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Are you glad I'm back? Is it good? Respond! Is it good? No. Shut up! Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 98. I'm Chris. I'm Brett. And I'm Leroy. <laughs> well, Leroy to Troy to Troy. Jenkins. <laughs> I'm back, everyone. Did you miss me? Yeah, yeah. The the listeners probably did because that way they get less of Chris and me. Whoop. That's good. I was hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> That's a new trick. I'm going to knock that off the checklist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm up for what seven or eight more? No, I hope not. Honestly, <laughs> at least seven or eight more. Just go for an even dozen. All right. So this time, uh, <laughs> okay, I guess that's reasonable. Go ahead with your book, girl. I'm trying to. <laughs> no thanks to you. So come on there, Dude, you're twisting your fucking hair again. I'm not twisting anything. Oh, twisting my hair! Look, I stopped when you said it. Shut your mouth hole. <laughs> I quit when you pointed out to me. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, I, Friday the 13th, part number two. Yeah, starts in Detroit, I think. That's what that looks like. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. Never been. Sounds lovely. Didn't buy it. Uh-huh. That's I think close. Battle. I think Battle Creek, Michigan's as close as I got to Detroit. Isn't that where they make Kellogg's? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, they make some kind of cereal. Pretty sure it's Kellogg's. I want to say grape nuts. Give the fucking times, Chris. Nuts. <laughs> so we uh, we pick up a couple of months, I guess, or so. Finally starting the podcast. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Couple months. And uh, With. what's her uh, what's her head? The broad from the first one. No blonde. No, 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 you missed the whole the whole. Pennywise opening. Jesus Christ, Chris, you're already off to a bad start. Thanks, Troy. Go ahead, Chris and Troy. <laughs> no, where the little kids walking down the 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 curb of the street with the water running, and I was like, oh, please let Pennywise just reach out and grab his kid. Please. Oh, please. yeah, foot water. Yeah. But nobody grabs he, no kid. No, nah, it was kind of sad. Uneventful. Yeah. And, and then we get to the girl. There's not much more, much opening there before the girl, but... Thank you, Troy, for correcting yeah. Chris. Yes, well, you know, it needs to be done sometimes. All the time. Yes, quite. Yes, rather. <laughs> <laughs> so the one broad from the first movie, she's talking to her mom on the phone. She's, uh, she's had it rough ever since, you know, the murders. Right. When she got almost killed by that lady. Mm-hmm. Yep. The 
with wearing that sweater. Like, man, that sweater was so big and bulky. I was like, how did, how did anyone move in that thing? Slowly and painfully. Yeah. Well, actually, that's what I noticed. Like, if, did you notice in that shot, like, she she kills Mrs. Voorhees with a slow-motion machete chopped to the neck. Just like Chris. What? Yep. What? <laughs> that don't make no sense. And that's Troy's dog's ears. Yep, she does shake her head. And then, uh, she's got loud ears. Just like Chris. <laughs> More true, but still not relevant. <laughs> Topical. Yes, quite. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know, our listeners don't know this, but I've been re-listening some old episodes as part of a project for the our 100th episode. And uh, the first two movies, you guys used the word immolation a lot. Really? <laughs> yes. No, you see, what it was, yeah, I'll lie real quick, hold on. Okay. <laughs> what we were going to have was immolation princess. Yeah. <laughs> but then they wouldn't sell. Yeah. So, but I was like, "Oh, immolation! That is actually one of Brett's favorite words, apparently." It is. Don't fire. Yes. Indeed. Is that better? That's that's much better. Thank you. Yes, quite. <laughs> uh, we're off to a rousing start. We're off the fucking rails, yeah. son. Get on that shit. Read your book. I'm trying yeah, so to. She's read been my having. Book. Read she's been having more terrible dreams. Right. Yeah, she's been having terrible dreams of the re, you know, reenacting of the. The murders and the killing of Mrs. Voorhees, and then Jason coming up out of the water and grabbing her. And, yeah, Chris, she's she's naked and flying. All her teeth are falling out. You know things like that. You know, classic classic stuff. Regular day for Chris. Go ahead, buddy. Naked teeth falling out. Check. So she decides that she wants to go. You know, take a shower. And we get a really good shot. I, I don't know if you notice it's like they just plant the camera there at the hallway and she goes into her room and throws those terrible green plaid overalls onto the bed and then her green sweater and she comes out in a robe and she's walking and you see her walk into the, the bathroom and then she comes back out because the phone rings and you kind of just get this weird, creepy, like voyeur vibe about. Well, you see, for how- me, that was Chris putting his hand on my leg, but go ahead, Troy. Yeah, but see, you know, they kind of like, kind of uh, pull in this feeling of like, you know, a woman living alone, how vulnerable she is, kind of like scariness kind of to it. It was, I I really enjoyed that shot more than I expected to, actually. Just like Chris, scared and alone. Fair <laughs> enough. But you enjoy it more than you expect to. He does yeah. enjoy being scared and alone. It's, it's comforting after a it's while. It's a hobby of his. Yeah. I just sit around by myself and be scared. <laughs> Worried all the time. <laughs> I'm like, what was that noise? Oh, fuck. I peed a little. Oh, well. Well, no sleep for me. Oh. Moving on. Might as well no, go no. back to counting carpet threads again. Why, were you hiding under a bed and saw a rat, so you peed a little? No. Hell, he heard, he found out a rat was a thing and didn't come out of his bed for three weeks. Mm-hmm. I peed a little just because. Rats exist. <laughs> yeah. Every time Chris sneezes, he pees a little. Outside's still there. Whoops. <laughs> Peed a little. <laughs> Back to sleep in the pee. Well, yeah, I mean. You don't waste it. Yeah, you gotta have it. It's good for sleeping. Jerk. <laughs> Keeps the bed nice and cool. Well, after a couple of minutes, yeah. It just, the warmth helps it seem that much cooler, though. Yeah. The juxtaposition. Yeah. 
heat and the cool. So Chris pees the bed. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> so old uh, broad from the first one, she gets murdered. Murdiddly erdlered? Then she gets stabbed in the head with an ice pick? Yes. Yep, right in the temple. After she sees Mrs. Voorhees' Doom? head. Yes, right in the Temple of Doom. She sees Mrs. Voorhees' head in the, in the refrigerator. There was a cat scare before that. Oh, cat scare. So. Chris hates those. Let's bitch about him, Chris. Come on. That was Man. all right. Oh, well. It's supposed to be the oh, and it's, fucking and She's also drawing pictures of Ziggy Stardust for some reason. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, that was weird. She's like, I want to draw a self-portrait, but most of uh, my eyes replaced with geodesic shapes. Yeah. They actually did a really good job with that cat scare because they have this the kind of build-up, and there's the cat scare, and you're kind of like, oh, okay. You know, that was just, it was just the build-up of the cat scare. You kind of relax a little bit. This shit was the fridge, and there's Mrs. Voorhees' head. like right, right there. And then Jason grabs her. It's a really good uh, timing of the uh, the scares there, I thought. And after uh, after the opening, we jump like five years forward. Yeah. To meet our lovable cast of jerk asses for this movie. Yeah. The one dude driving the big asshole truck, as I called it. <laughs> the outlaw number two. Yeah. Because that's what was yeah. painted on it. Right. The couple. I refer to the couple as Granola Girl and Beastmaster because that dude looks kind of like Dar from Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> the Granola Master. Granola yeah. Master. You got a you got a wheelchair, which is why we're even here in the first Let's place. Go ahead, Franklin. Yeah. yeah, you got Franklin. Franklin. Everybody's favorite character from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, okay. And then uh, there's Red that they meet. Well, we have to. Well, the Granola Girl and Beastmaster they call. They would pay phone call for directions. Their their truck gets towed while they're calling. They chase after the guy with uh, the, the, who took their truck and. Yeah, like they, the truck gets towed like in ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, like the guy is pulling out as soon as they stop their car. Yeah, it's pretty good. But then it turns out now it's just a prank by this red, by red, the redheaded guy, who. Uh, oh, the who cut up. Is, yeah. The yeah. Cut-up. Big nose. Yeah, big nose. The cut up. Yeah. And so yeah, so then they all take off in the truck to. Uh, oh, they have the creepy local who tells them not to go to Crystal Lake. Ah, uh, fishing hat. I like that guy. Yeah, yeah, he was in the first movie too. Yeah, he's, he's in the first yeah, few, I think. No, nope, only he's this dead one. Now, idiot. <laughs> oh, I first forgot, two. Chris. <laughs> yeah, Jesus only Christ. the first two because he dies. But uh, yeah, no, he was in the first one because I I had to start watching the first one after we watched this one because I can't watch them that far out of order. And then we uh, we get to the camp and we meet everybody else. We meet yep. Jawline. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, the the head of the camp. Uh, there is uh, Sporty Spice who was jogging, and then someone shoots a rock with a, a slingshot at her ass. And she's like, and hey, turns, "I'm a girl." That turns out to be Fox Smolder because he gives her like this smoldery look when he comes out from behind the tree. I uh, call him rapey. <laughs> also <yeah>. fair. <laughs> we have Franklin, and then there's Flirty, the brunette. Flirty Spice. Uh, yeah, and then. Uh, Halfway through the spice girls, Franklin halfway spice, through the inter- spice, well, spice spice. Well, halfway through the introduction, uh, the girl I called Sunburn shows up because she just she looks like she's so blonde and so white that if she even like thinks about the sun, she will turn red. And then uh, I think that's everybody I had. Well, we, well, what about the 
the, the captain of the whole mess. That's jawline. That's jawline. Yeah, the big, the blonde hair guy with the big jaw, just the, the hero jaw, you know. So they're all. Oh, they're oh there's token to black guy and token Asian girl who never have any lines. Yeah, they don't have any speaking parts. Yeah, I think at one point token black character is all like, yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> but oddly enough, he doesn't die in the movie. Spoilers, but the, the black guy does not die first. He doesn't even die at all. Well, we just broke history. Yep, they're very progressive in Final in the in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Yeah, I, I can't want to call it Final Fantasy Part Two for that's, some reason. Let's go with that. I like that. <laughs> so, as we all know, in Final Fantasy Part Two, Part Two, stupid. <laughs> these jerks are all here because they're learning how to summer camp. Yep, yep, just like you do in Final Fantasy. <laughs> and Jawline, while they're out at a at a little campfire. Tells them a spooky story about Jason Voorhees. Oh, it's a go. Whoa. While they're toasting marshmallows over, over the campfire. It's like, watch out for bears if you're bleeding out of your vagina. Also, Jason Cause, Voorhees. Because the bears can smell the menstruation. Obviously. Periods. <laughs> yes, periods. Thank you. So uh, It was old, a period joke. Yeah, yeah, that... Yeah. I get it. Thank you. Are you saying the whole the whole movie's a period piece? Is that what you're saying? Ah! He said that. Th- whoop! Yes, whoop. <laughs> Quite. We have to. Th- is that three or four now? Whoop! That's five. So we only have two more to suffer through. That's a dozen. I thought we were going for an even dozen. <laughs> no. The seven is a dozen. Seven is a dozen. Shit. <laughs> also, an even number. Shit. <laughs> My whole world is shattered. But anyway, while they're telling the creepy story about Jason Voorhees. The cut-up comes running out and spooks him with his mask and spear. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, Red, you're, you're a fucking idiot. You're a dickhole, yep. I'm gonna punch you in the throat. And then, of course, Granola Girl's like, I wanna go see this camp now. I can't think of nothing hotter than seeing this camp yeah. after I've been told put not to go see this camp. camp. <laughs> yes, put your dick in the camp. Very well. Yeah, she she totally puts her dick in the camp. Right in the camp. <laughs> so, uh, everybody heads back in after their, their little scare. And then uh, we get to see old crazy fish hat man. Yep. And he gets garroted. Use kids with a die. With barbed wire. Oh, yeah, and that's how he died, and that's how he's not in the other movies, like Brett said. Right, you got it. Because that's how causality works. Yep. Chris is a casualty. Okay. (laughs) Of which war? I'm not sure why you're taking out your aggression on the linear fashion of time on me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, Brett's going to lead a quantum revolution. (laughs) Shut up, Chris. Yeah. Uh-huh. Still glaring at me, huh? I can see Yeah, you. I am. <laughs> I don't even dignify you by looking at your glares. Anyway, so the next day, the, uh, what's his head in the other one? You oh, know. thanks. Now we know. The granola one in the other one. Beastmaster and granola granola master. Granola Breastmaster. Breastmaster. Breastmaster granola girl. <laughs> They go uh, <laughs> trespassing onto the old camp blood. Yep. And local sheriffman shows up. 
And he's all like, hey, you can't scare me out here. Blah, blah. And takes yep. him back to the, the, the training camp. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, hey, Jawline, you can't have people walking in the fucking woods at a summer camp. That's fucked. And Jawline's <laughs> like, I won't give him extra dessert. Yeah, and he's just kind of like, oh, you. And then he runs yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, but then he runs off and sees Bigfoot crossing the road. <laughs> yeah, and if there's one thing that the sheriff around here doesn't stand for, it's walking around in the fucking woods. Yeah, by the camp. Shit. Felony wood walking. Felony seven Busted. <laughs> so he takes Walked off into in the woods because you can't yeah, just I, walk in the fucking woods. Nope. Actually, I like this scene a lot because Jason, who is the you know the the guy he's crossing the road, like just kind of moves through this moves through the forest like really like at a kind of this lope, and he just kind of avoids all the problems and moves really smoothly. And the cop is just like constantly having a bat you know limbs out of his way, like he does not move through the forest nearly as gracefully as someone who apparently has spent twenty five years growing up in the woods, like Jason has. So I that was nice. Eat, you know, I thought it was a nice little touch, actually. So after a uh, old sheriff fuckwit chases uh, him through the woods, he ends up at his uh, little shanty. Yeah, the boarded up, unboarded up window. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And he uh, busts in the shanty, starts looking around, opens the door to see some horrifying thing we're not we're not privy to. Yep, and then he gets a claw hammer to the back of the head. Yeah, like a man. Yeah, like like <laughs> a man. He takes it in the back of a head like a man. Yeah, like a man. Well, I mean, that's how I've been taking it. Uh, <laughs> Was well, that wrong? Hmm? You might find the front easier next time. I would. Front uh, of the head. Yes. I don't know. I don't really want to see it coming. I would like to hear. <laughs> see it coming. Pretty much no more about where you're taking what, if at all possible. Thank you. That's that's not possible, Chris. Yeah, you should know that all that. anyway. Yeah. So then we're uh, everybody the next day. They're they're jogging for camp training yeah. or something. Yeah, One, two, three, four, and they all are uh, prancing around in the woods and having fun. And then they're going to go to town to go to the local uh, casino. Apparently. Honky tonk. It was more of a honky yes, tonk. A honky, I felt like a, a honky tonk. What's a honky tonk? A honky tonk. Yes. It's a shitty bar. Oh yeah. What's Have you seen Footloose? I'm <laughs> going through puberty. <laughs> I'm getting hair and strange bar. <laughs> I know one totally day. One. <laughs> I can't wait. Like a honky tonk. My bar mitzvah's coming up soon. <laughs> yes. I would like to go to a, a honky tonk. Well, you're tonk. you're in luck. You're in luck. Yeah, well, maybe you can find like yourself a honk tonk woman. <clears throat> Possibly some other thing. I can't think of any more honky tonk jokes right now. Some stones, some stones that are rolling around. <laughs> exactly. So all these jerks head off to the bar, where apparently you the honky tonk, the honky tonk, the honky tonk, mm-hmm. where the parking situation <laughs> is block everybody in. <laughs> no, there was space on the far side. Uh, my yeah. actually, my <laughs> wife did actually guys. watch. My wife watched this movie with me. She never watches horror movies with me, but she watched this one, and uh, she she also mentioned that like, are they blocking everybody in? But no, there's actually like driving space on the far side as well. So, uh, so. not not everybody goes to the honky tonk. 
Nope. Uh, uh, well, Granola Girl and Franklin? Breastmaster are uh, stuck there as punishment. Yeah. Uh, then Wheels, Wheels and or Franklin and Flirty are both there as well. I don't know. I like Wheels too. That's an American Dad joke. We call him Wheels and the Leg Man. Yeah, sure. Or Scooter. Whatever. Someone calls him Scooter at some point too. Yeah, the the, wheels in the and movie. the Leg Man. That'll that'll baffle our audience. And he already then, uh, explained it. And then Sporty Spice stays. And then Fox Smolder stays as well because he's still chasing after Sporty Spice. Yeah. I, it'll be much easier to sexually assault her if he's in the same spot. Agent Foxy? Yes. Yes, Agent Foxy. <laughs> so Sporty Spice is like, well, I'm going to go take a little jog. And by jog, I mean get nude. And dip in the skinny pond. And then while she's out being, you know, nude, <laughs> old uh, Fox Smolder is like, well... I'm going to take your clothes. Yep. Yeah, that'll be funny. Ha <laughs> ha! Sexual battery. <laughs> Hilarious. And he runs off with her uh, shirt, and she's all like, Oh, you rascallion. <sighs> oh, I'm just yeah, a girl. I'll... It's the 80s. Yeah, although my wife actually did comment that the shirt she did have didn't really cover much anyway, so there wasn't much difference between having the shirt and not having the shirt. That's true. If her boobs were any bigger, the shirt would have been useless. Well, not useless. Luckily for her, her breasts weren't that big. Yeah. and old Chris, uh, it's okay to have small boobs. Thank you. That's always been a problem I've had is my breast size. (laughs) I don't have big boobs like the other girls. You can tell it's true because I'm not laughing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brett would never laugh at your pain, Chris. That's true. Chris is in pain. Ha ha! That's apparently (laughs) not true. Why? So old, uh... Oh, good. Old Fox Smolder (laughs) gets caught in some kind of fucking snare trap because of, I don't know, reasons... Yeah, I'm not sure. Because he played fucking darts with it, Chris. He stepped in it. That's why he got caught in it. Okay. God bless. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it was because because Jawline set the trap or because Jason set the trap. Jason Jawline. They kind of think they they seem to assume that Jawline did, but I have a feeling Jason did. That's the summer camp I want to send my kids to. Is the one with random fucking snare traps floating around. Yeah. You know, teach them, teach them look where they're going. Well, Billy, pay attention to where you're fucking walking next time, you jackass. Stop looking at your smartphone or you end up in a tree. <laughs> and old, uh, old Sporty Spice is like, well, you did just objectify me like a piece of human garbage, but I guess I'll help you out. Yeah, so I'll go find a knife, and by finding a knife, she finds a small little Swiss army knife, like she's going to cut him down what, with that. It wasn't in her underwear drawer or her closet. So no, cool. it was <laughs> yeah. in the it was in the magic bag that falls from the sky when you get in the closet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, why is she looking in her underwear drawer for a knife? Yeah, or the closet. She physically moves shit on hangers, because that's where yeah. you keep a knife, is on a fucking closet rod normally. Especially when earlier in the movie they had showed someone stowing a chainsaw in a shed with a bunch of other implements. You think, oh, maybe I'll just go to the cutty tools shed and get something with which to cut. But no... I'm going to go to my underwear drawer instead. Yep, so she gets her underpants knife. And she heads back, but in the meantime... Her her chastity knife. Her chastity knife. (laughs) In the meantime, though, Jason has uh, slit homeboy's throat 
Yep. You know. Agent Mulder? Yeah, like you do. Smolder. Smolder. Agent Smolder? Yeah. Because he gives go. a smoldering looks. That's good. That's good you winked when you said Smolder because that, that's how audio works. Yes. You've been telling me that for 98 episodes. Yep, and you <laughs> still don't <laughs> fucking get you it. Don't, you don't learn. I don't learn. Just stop telling me. Anyway, so uh, old Sporty Spice is like, uh oh, he's all dead and stuff. That's probably not great. All that nudity. And then she screams, and they cut away, and we never see her. Well, we do see her again a little bit, but I guess they kind of implied that Jason kills her, but they never show the kill. And then we uh, we head back to the honky tonk, where old Sunburns like. Hey, did you ever think that maybe Jason Voorhees is just a scared kid and he doesn't know what's going on and it's actually well, kind of a tragic story? Hold on. But the awesome part of that honky-tonk is the Kiss pinball machine in the background while they're talking. Did okay, you guys that, notice that? That is pretty rad. I'll admit <laughs> I was that. like, I totally want that pinball machine. I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> the Kiss pinball anyway, machine is pretty good. Back, back to the psychoanalysis. Yeah, and she's laying laying her heart out there for old uh, Jawline and Red, and they're just like, whatever, idiot, you're a girl or something. Yeah, she's like, oh, but he doesn't understand what death is, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, he's dead, he's not real, I'm going to fall asleep now. Yep. And uh, apparently, old Red drank 47 beers. Just, yep. just going to point that out real quick. Yeah, although Jawline had a good dozen in front of him, and he's like, oh, let's go drive back now. She's like, can I ride with you? He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm totally straight to drive. I only drank yeah. 12 beers in the last 42 minutes. <laughs> it would have wrapped that VW bug around 17 trees on the way home. I didn't even drink most of these beers. <laughs> I just intravenously shot them into me. In the butt. It, it'd be like that. See, have you seen uh, The Wolf of Wall Street? When uh, when he drives home and he thinks he drives home perfectly fine. <laughs> and they cut to the car the next day and it's all jacked up. That's kind of what that drive should have been like. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at Camp whatever the fuck it's called. Camp Rafugi. Yes, Camp Rafugi. Camp Dickalot. All the uh, All the kids that got left behind. Left behind. Yep. I mean, two of them are dead, so now we got the two couples. So old Granola and Beastmaster are like, hey, we're going to go upstairs and, you know, fornicate. Yep. Get meat stuffed. Yep. And old uh, Flirty and uh, Wheels. Wheels. Wheels and the Flirt Man. Wheels and the Flirt Man. Are, <laughs> they're playing electronic handheld games for sexual positions. It's a puck. Yep. I don't yeah. know why she like, she thought that the word puck was uh, sexually suggestive. I'll she should have said with the, the one with the, the stick. With the <laughs> I mean, yeah, or like I want your dick inside me. <laughs> would have been the one good. with the one with the balls. I mean, the, that was like the least suggest like like the one with the shoulder pads. Yeah. So it's the only thing that would be less sexually suggestive the one that than puck. Bully. Oh, the one that's operated by batteries. The one that's played in three periods on ice, generally. <laughs> so after the some really is- great sexual innuendo. <laughs> ah, the puck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and after and after they establish that it's only his legs that don't work, nothing, everything else works just fine. His dick! <laughs> 
That's good. I'm glad they established it because honestly, that was bothering me. I'm not even making that up. No, I, I, was, not, I was upset a few times. We talked about that a lot more than we should have. <laughs> have you not seen Born on the Fourth of July or Born on the Fourth of July? I don't know if that's relevant to this conversation. So it's got. I, they have, I, it's the one Tom with the, um, the Tom, Tom, Tom Lieutenant Dan, right? Lieutenant nope. Dan. That's, it's a strip <laughs> boat. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. John Tom Cruise in a wheelchair. Man. So old, uh, old flirty, she's like, well, before we, uh, get to doing this, I'm gonna go put on my slightly more attractive underpants and a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> they were bigger and brown. Cause I know what dudes <laughs> like. They like sweaters and brown underpants. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I get rigid just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, that sweater was pretty hot. I mean, seriously, it looked like it was it was way too hot for the climate. Like right. I don't, yeah, it was, like, warm it was it was the second heaviest sweater in the entire movie. The first one being Jason Voorhees' mom's sweater. It's summer camp, and while she's off, you know, getting sexy sweater fied, rubbing it, flicking the bean. Yeah, so while she's off flicking the bean, <laughs> revving it up, making sure she's ready to go, double clicking her mouse, mm-hmm. touching her clitoris. Yes. <laughs> One might even say masturbating, since we're not even going to fucking be delicate. Michelle Reynolds. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's my name. Thank you for that. <laughs> While she's off, you know, whatever the Changing fuck. clothes? Yeah. Changing clothes. <laughs> yeah, by masturbating her clothes or whatever the masturbating fuck. Masturbating her clothes. Old uh, Jason shows up, kills off old uh, Wheelman. Oh yeah, we get that. We finally get the uh, the ever famous uh, machete to the head, wheelchair down the stairs scene, which is one of the one of the greatest shots in horror movie history, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's pretty Take good. Bucket, 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 bucket down the stairs. <laughs> I love it. And, and the whole reason we watch this movie because there's no more wheelchairs in the rest of this movie. That's it. Wheelchairs podcast done. over. Mm, no. no. No, not quite. Shit. So, uh, old, uh, Jason's like, well, since I'm here, I might as well, uh, go upstairs and kill some more people. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's teenagers having sex in this building. I must kill them. And so he gets to the old, uh, double kill. He gets the spear from earlier. Yeah, Chekhov's spear. Pretty, pretty wicked sweet when he speared them two people. The breast man. Yeah. Yeah, apparently that was more. That was actually a more graphic scene originally, but they cut it because it was too graphic, which is sad. That is sad. So now, old uh, old sweater meat, she shows back up, and she's all like, "Hey, where is everybody? I put my sexy sweater on. What's happening?" And she puts on oh, slightly lighter brown pants over her brown panties. Did you notice that? Well, yeah. <laughs> They're like tan. Tan cord. She's like wearing corduroys and a sweater for summer camp. Like, mm. th- were they in the Arctic for summer? <laughs> That's so hot. She should have been sweating her. She should have been sweating her tits off. I mean, seriously. So she uh, she heads upstairs to see if anybody's still around, and that's when she sees old uh, granola. And what's his head? Maybe in the bed. She's not sure. Breastmaster. So she goes to take a closer look. And old sackhead Jason Voorhees pops up. Yep. And she's all like, uh-oh. And then she backs into a, the Breastmaster's corpse, which is hanging up from a hook in the wall. Yes, which is pretty is. good. And then she gets stabbed for her trouble. Yep. 
Well, she gets, yeah. That was, oh, oh, no, no, that's not that scene. Sorry, I was thinking about the car, but that comes later. So now, pretty much everybody at the camp's dead. Yep. Actually, yeah, everyone they left behind, dead. You never split the party. I mean, duh. I do. Oh, well, they're dead now. That's why most shouldn't. Yep. Because you never do what Brett does. That's just a general rule. Yeah, that's a fair fair (laughs) way to do what Brett does. You only do what Brett does, which is why your life is in shambles. <laughs> you can't Shut make up. it to pod. You can't make it to podcasts half the time. Hush. <laughs> if, I was glad you you escaped from the Migo, though. That was nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was what I. That was the excuse I gave for you last week. Was that you had been kidnapped by the Migo? It's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> So now uh, old Jawline and Sunburn show back up. And they're like, man, where is everybody? All the lights are on. And Sunburn finds everybody all corpsed up. Upstairs. Yep. And she comes back down and then Jason attacks Jawline. And I have to say, I actually like this bit here because Jason's not the unstoppable killer in this part. Like, he's just... He's like wrestling on the ground with uh, with jawline and getting hit, and he takes a shot to the nuts at some point from sunburn. And he's he's a man at this point, which I kind of like. He's not you know the the unstoppable human killing machine, s- slow walking angel of death that he is in the later movies. So old jawline gets his, and then he turns his attention to sunburn. Yep. And uh, we got some chase action. There's a a pretty fun part with a chair that breaks. That's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah, he falls off a chair and breaks his pitchfork, He's which I like, I'm, I'm sure is a metaphor. And uh they uh <laughs> and she goes into her car, which is a convertible with a rag top, and so of course she just starts tearing through the rag top like any normal person would do. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, that wasn't a great plan. Yeah. She pulls a chainsaw on him, which is pretty good. Yeah, chainsaws him. Yeah, my wife was like, why didn't she keep chainsawing him? Why didn't she stop it? Why didn't she leave the chainsaw behind? Yeah, she swipes him with the chainsaw, gets him in the arm, hits him with a chair, and then it's like, well, that's good enough for me. <laughs> He's knocked out enough. He probably won't try to kill me. Loose ends yep. wrapped up. Yep, she hides under the bed at one point because she's four. Yeah. And then a and then a rat crawls by, and she wets herself? Yeah, because like you, if you were going to piss yourself, wouldn't you have pissed yourself when, mm, I don't know, the guy with someone, a sack on his head tried to murder you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but oh god, rats! No! <laughs> uh, I saw my boyfriend killed in front of me, and this guy just chased me around three separate places and tried to kill me numerous times, but oh heavens, a rat! I cannot no longer control my bladder. <laughs> and... Apparently that that gives him the go ahead. Is he? If there's one thing Jason Voorhees knows, it's urine patterns. Yep, he's he's like a dog. He, he, he sniffs it, he can smell it, and then he's after you. And he gets an erection. Yeah. So she manages to escape, runs through the woods, and ends up in Jason's uh, little shanty. Yep. Barricades herself in the room that we saw earlier from the sheriff. Yep. Only we get to actually see what's in there now. And it's a bunch of corpses and his dead mom's head in a sweater. 
Yeah, it's the cop and Sporty Spice are on the ground. Yeah, and somebody else who's desiccated, which I will assume was the girl from the beginning. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And as, uh... The previous final girl. As Jason starts breaking down the door with a pickaxe, she comes up with a plan that I think we all would have come up with in this situation. And that's to put on his dead mother's sweater and pretend to be his mom. Yeah, because they look very similar. Yeah, she looked like a 50-year-old lady. Yeah. And she uh, tries to convince him that that's, hey, I'm your mom, man. Everything's cool. Kneel before Zod so I can machete you. Only Zool. And it almost (laughs) works until he sees his real dead mom's head. And he's like, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. You're not the rotting, desiccated husk of my mother's head. Yep. That one is. And then Jawline saves her after she gets pickaxed a little bit. Yep. Because he wasn't dead, apparently. Nope, he is just really sleepy. Tuck her down for battle. And then while they're fighting, she uses the... Because it's the slow blade that kills, she uses a slow-mo machete attack to get him in the shoulder. Cuts him pretty fucking deep, though. Yeah. Yeah. Gets it in there. And then Jawline and Sunbird run off. Because he's uh, obviously dead because they cut him, you know, three inches into his shoulder. Yeah, that'll kill you right away. Done. The head off. Excuse me. Oh, Oh, we find out that the dog actually survived because they find a dead dog earlier. Oh, yeah, Mincy or whatever. Yes, Mincy. Quite. Muffin. (laughs) Muffin. (laughs) Mincy. So they they head back to the cabin and they hear a, a ruckus. So we got Sunburn on laying on the bed with the pitchfork bottom, and old Jawline's got the pitchfork top, and he's going to beat whatever's there in the head, but it's just the dog. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, I think that was also a metaphor with the, the top and the bottom. And uh, But old Jason burst through the window. Yeah, and that's where my wife shrieked, which was great, because she, she doesn't watch horror movies very often. She doesn't really like them that much. But... uh she uh, she had never seen a Friday the Thirteenth movie actually, and so that part she shrieked, and I was like so happy. It was the it was the great. That is adorable. Yeah, it was cute. Adorbs. I think at one point I might have felt that way about this movie, but I've now seen Necromantic, so <laughs> I shrieked because yeah. I just touched my leg. This might as well be a fucking Disney movie after you watch Necromantic. <laughs> yeah, you did You're welcome. And Jason grabs her, and that's pretty much it. Fade to white. Yeah, fade to white for seven or eight minutes for some reason. And credits. Yeah. Well, no, they pull, they they load her into an ambulance. Well, that's and right. And she's like, where's Jawline? What happened to Jawline? And you never find out what happened to Jason or what happened to Jawline. You just know that she gets taken off to the, the wacky basket. They fucked so. What? What? You're implying that. That's not ever actually <laughs> said. They fucked. What, Jason and Jawline fuck? Yeah. Okay. A couple of and, times. Yeah, and then they then they they stop though with a nice freeze frame on uh, mom's head. <laughs> you know, like stop on a freeze frame of jawline and Jason fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that'd be arousing as shit, right? And then they played you know, you know don't you forget about me over the credits. So that <laughs> yeah. was good. <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> and a classic eighties ending, which is what yeah. I was hoping for. Yeah, because Chris Hugh, because Hugh John Hughes actually wrote. Uh, <laughs> most people don't know that wrote, he ghost wrote yeah. most of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. <laughs> Yep. Uh, 
And that's uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. And the and the end of Wheelchair Month, because even though this will be released in February, we are recording it in January. Lies! We've broken the time-space continuum. Yeah. Uh, causality has been fucked. Oh, no, it's a paradox. I somehow <laughs> killed my own grandfather, which means I shouldn't exist, but here I am. Yeah. Yes. The grandfather And paradox. Brett's his own cousin now, so it's weird. Yeah. That Not was like weird that already. It was yesterday. <laughs> So what do you think, Brett? I love the Friday the 13th movies. Most of them. Up to, like, number six. Big favorite. I like Jason. Don't you scoff at me. I'll fucking uh, punch you right in the fuck. <laughs> what the fuck does any of that mean? But, uh, Friday the 13th is wonderful. The music, wonderful. That crazy high-speed backwards violin noise they got going through the whole thing. How's that bass line go again, Chris? Nope. How's the bass line go, Chris? Not happening. Come on. Chris. Not doing it. Come on, Come drop on. the bass on us, Chris. <laughs> I can't. No. No. I don't remember. It's the only reason I'm refusing. Uh, all of it's great. Jason's the best. That's, that, that's it. <laughs> all the stars out of all the stars. Me, But it's not one of your much. two favorite movies. Top two favorite movies. Well, yeah, but I still like the... But one of them's not a horror movie. Nope. It's Full Metal Jacket. It's true. You're you're all right, Troy. <laughs> yeah. I said, I've heard multiple times in the last two days about how Full Metal Jacket and The Devil's Rejects are your two favorite movies. They're my two favorite movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although you did say The Devil's Rejects wasn't a horror movie, but... It's true. We should still do it. I think you're crazy about that. I think I am crazy about that. Also true. Hmm. Mr. Troy? Felix? I I usually Three. scoff at slasher movies. I tend to like like kind of like my more existential horror type. You know, like frailty is a more of a horror movie to me than a lot of slasher movies. However, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a, so much fun watching it. Uh, part of it probably is because I got to watch it with my wife who uh, had some good reactions to it and some good commentary. But... I I forgot how much I actually enjoy a, a, a slasher movie, and it was it was really good. There's some good good kills, uh, you know, and the the characters were were just stereotypical enough that I could assign funny names to them. And no, I I definitely enjoyed this movie. Go watch it. Uh, watch the first one. Watch the second one. The third. The I probably would skip the fourth and the fifth because they have. Well, the fourth one has Corey Feldman in it, which kind of drags it down. Uh, but the one with this, the telekinetic chick is fun. I think that's six. I think um, so. So we can all once, agree to not watch Jason Takes Manhattan. No. Yeah. Jason and Jason in and, yeah, Jason about, the Shining what, in Space should not Freddy be. What about Freddy vs. Jason? You guys like that? I haven't seen it. That was okay. That was pretty good. I actually haven't seen that one. I feel I feel bad saying that, but the newer Friday the Thirteenth is also pretty good. It is pretty good, actually. I was telling old man won't watch a movie after ninety eight to check it out. Yeah, no, you should totally watch check that one out. It's good. There's some great scenes oh, well, where like did it now. Chris will do it. There's some great scenes of Jason stalking his victims in that one. It's great. Uh, but Friday the Thirteenth Part Two from nineteen eighty one. Chris, how do you feel about it? I dig it. It's with a shovel. Yep, with a shovel. 
I put it in my backyard and then remove it several times a week. Do you bury it back in the uh, the stony ground and uh, let it rise? Bury yeah. it in the backyard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure, I guess so. Stop Stop that. <laughs> I at least was making a Pet cemetery reference. I don't yeah. know what Brett was I'm doing. just making eyes at him. <laughs> yeah, he is. It's, it's not okay, honestly. Yeah, if you're not going to pay for it, Brett, it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. This ain't free. You gotta take me to like the Sizzler or some shit. Again? Yeah. Just took you there last year. I like this movie. I like all of the Friday the thirteenth. It it's a simpler time back then with the horror movies. No text messaging. Although they did mention that the phones were out, which I thought was fun. It, like, why didn't you call? Like, well, because the phones aren't working. I tried calling. It's always fun to watch a movie. They cut the line. What? Oh. The fuck are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> the, 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 phone, the phone line. Oh, okay. Anyway, I always like to go back and watch this kind of stuff because it's fun. It's nice to see where all the the tropes come from. Oh yeah, there's so many. Oh, there was some. There was one trope in there that really stuck out at me, and I can't remember now. And I hate that I just said that because I provide no actual benefit to the podcast when I say things like that. Fair enough. <laughs> but it's it's your classic slasher movie from the eighties. Yeah, you can't go wrong if you're into horror movies and you haven't seen at least the first couple of Friday the Thirteenth. Well, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, reevaluate your life. Don't just spend all your time watching the human centipede and other such rubbish. Hit up them classics. Yeah, get fucking cultured shit. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you can't you can't understand things like Cabin in the Woods unless you've seen things like Friday the Thirteenth. It's true. Yeah, but watch it. Probably watch the first one and then this one. But in general, just watch watch all the Friday the Thirteenths, even the yeah. garbage ones where he's in space and stuff. Yeah. No, I agree. They're all fun. And that uh, wraps this up. Yep, it's the end of Alternative Mobility Month. Whoop! Aw. But don't worry. We we have something great coming up for next week. Oh, yeah, I have a, a, a one of my friends, a member of my, my D&D uh, Friday night group. He uh, recommended that I watch Tusk for the podcast. So we are going to watch Tusk, the Kevin Smith joint. Chris fucking hates next it. Week. I do. Yes, he I does. I do. I do we're fucking gonna get, hate it. We're going to get Chris's passive-aggressive recitation well, of the movie this, next this, week. Some bullshit happens. And then some other fucking bullshit happens. And then bullshit. The guys say that now. We'll see. We're going to do the fucking podcast. But then you're going to see the movie, and you're going to be like, hey, it's cool. Like, be passive-aggressive as fuck. Maybe be aggressive, aggressive if you'd like. Be passive, aggressive. B e aggressive. No, be passive, passive. So I mean, I'm sure your friend Troy. I'm sure he's a lovely human being, but I don't like him very much right now. He he's the one who's also a scene necromantic. So you know, I guess that's the way his taste in movies. Well, that that brings him up a little bit, but he still wants us to watch Tusk, which brings him down a little bit. Yeah, I say overall, I give your friend a, a passing rating. A pat on the head. <laughs> a pat on the head. There we go. So yeah, Tusk. It's it's a Kevin Smith movie. I don't want to spoil it, but it's crap. You say? 
Yeah. Now, better or worse than Bad Kids Go to Hell? Oh, man, I could I could dedicate 20 minutes to that particular. Because <laughs> I literally got you to say the words, I, I think I'd rather watch Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie than this movie with that movie. I would still probably <laughs> rather watch Halloween 2 as my barometer for shit I don't want to watch. <laughs> than Tusk? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No. So, yeah, Tusk, that's a thing we're going to do. And if you have any other suggestions for later movies, we are taking them. I think Tusk is 99. We hopefully have something special planned for you for the 100th episode, if, assuming the, techno- the the technology works properly. Yes, I well, believe. Basically, once Chris's charge is clear, we'll be okay. Yeah, I believe I've gotten all the, the technical aspects worked out. Except for those couple of abuse of, the, of a corpse charges. I don't see how a corpse could file a charge. Well, it did. You signed the paperwork. Well, the problem was you didn't use a broomstick (laughs) because we've learned you need to use a broomstick. It was a mop handle, which I thought was pretty close. I like to rob graves to steal fingerprints. Okay, cool. High five, I guess. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, so if you have suggestions, we will start them in on uh, episode 101. So if you want to be the first... The first movie in our the next era of Slaughterhouse Princess, you should suggest it to us. Yeah, Brett. How would they do that, Brett? You can find us on Facebook because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. we got a Reddit, Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast subreddit, slaughterhouseprincess.com. That, that's not the subreddit, Dave. <laughs> Do it again. Also, Chris, have you have you been touched the Twitter at all this week? No, it's still S H P podcast, man. Come on. Okay. Uh, yes. All right. That is the subreddit. Yes. No, I have not. I have not made any tweets with my tweeter. You ain't twist on your Twitter yet. No, but I do know how to log into it again, so that's a plus. <laughs> and so how about that, Brett? Do you remember the, the Twitter address? Uh. Slaughterhouse Princess at Twitter dot Twitter. No, no, that's that's not even remotely close. To be fair, again, I've been listening to old episodes of the show, and the first ten episodes, nobody can remember what the Twitter address is, except for two. Squirrel and it's candy. Chris both times. Squirrel now it's candy. It's slaughter. It's slaughter princess with no vowels in princess. Mm-hmm. Foresight was not my strong suit. So you get slick your princess. <laughs> slaughter prunes. Yeah, slaughter, slaughter prunes. Juice. <laughs> For all slaughter prunes. Twister.com. Yep, so head over to Twister. <laughs> <laughs> and search for slaughter prunes. Slaughter prune juice over at Twister. That's where we're at. Slaughter prune juice on Twister. Yeah. What the fuck are we even talking about anymore? I don't know. <laughs> what, what the fuck have we ever talked about? You know. There's really only one thing left to say. Okay, I'll bite. Yeah, 24 inches. Woo!